Ben, if I wanted to hear a podcast between you and Justin Koo talking about life, love, and other mysteries, where would I go to find this podcast? You would definitely go first to the internet. If you don't know how to use the internet, you'd open your web browser, Google Chrome, uh-huh. Mozilla Google Firefox, Chrome? something of that sort. Safari? And then you would go to Justin Koo's Instagram, which is at jkoo. And then there's a link... <laughs> I don't know, I think. That's probably the worst way to find the podcast, I would imagine. Like, you could do that on your phone, Oh, right? Yeah. These people are never going to find the podcast, and that's cool because that means you probably won't get canceled because no one's going to listen. <laughs> it's crazy is that th- all three of us do podcasts and we can't figure out what to say. Well, hey guys, this has been very helpful. I'm excited <laughs> to, to, to listen to the Dusty Boys podcast. Count me in. It don't make sense. It doesn't like Paul is responding to the question that many of us viscerally feel like. Yeah. Then can I just get away with it? He's saying like, no, because here's the deal: if you truly received the Spirit, and we'll get to this, if you truly received that repentance, that's just the dumbest question you could ask. Welcome back. To the move, where we're vibing with the book 10 minutes at a time. We finally made it to Romans chapter 6. One of my favorite chapters. Honestly, it's a freaking good chapter. Yeah, I love we're going to be looking at verses 1 through 11. So do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. And read it. Check it out. Well, you can pause right now, and uh, we'll be here waiting for you. Go and read those verses. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe, leave a comment, interact. We love you. Yep. And we are back. Here's Welcome a question. Back, guys. I have a question for you. Do you actually think we're going to get through 11? <laughs> I just want to say I don't think I so. No. But I let's go know. for it. I don't know. All right. Well, we're going to give it a shot. We got 10 minutes on the clock. Three, two, one. Vamanos. Justin, what shall we say then? I don't know. What should we say? That's kind of what I think about every podcast. It's like, man, what, what, we say? what are we, we going to say? say? <laughs> we didn't plan this. We're just going to talk. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's my famous line. Here's the thing. I think what frames Romans 6 is this idea of these two atoms that we spoke of in the previous 10. And what grounds the idea of the two atoms is that in one atom, the old atom, you get what you deserve. Yeah. Right? Therefore, do something good. Right? So if you're going to live by the law, make sure you're constantly keeping the law all the time. Because the moment you fall short, spanking, you're earning that which (laughs) you deserve, which is falling short, which is... Right? The death mm-hmm. that comes with it. Mm-hmm. The second Adam is an Adam that outside of yourself, he does this one act of obedience that if you agree and believe in, you're good. Now, the problem of the police officer, the good police officer, we've used two examples so far in the last four or five episodes. And it's the good police officer that speeding, speeding. He gives you the hundred dollars mm-hmm. because you expect against the common expectation mm-hmm. and or the police officer that caught you jaywalking mm-hmm. and does not give you a ticket. Yeah. The question then becomes, should I keep jaywalking? Should I keep speeding? 
What shall we say then? Should I keep jaywalking so that he gives me a $3 bonus every time he catches me jaywalking? Because the thing is, even if you're not getting the 100 bucks, because that seems excessive, mm-hmm. even if he's just letting you off, there's a... You don't know like the cops a, I know? <laughs> I need to know those oh, cops. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There's like an adrenaline rush that happens when you messed up, but then you're like forgiven from that thing. Yeah. So there is a certain sense like, well, then I should just do keep doing thing. it. And it's not even just jaywalking and speeding, because those are like... From a, a personal benefit, there's not very much that we gain from mm-hmm. that. But there are other things that are on the list, as mm-hmm. it were, that we like to do. Yeah, like At least yeah. that our flesh yeah. likes to exactly. do. So if there's no real penalty for these then, things, if you're saying that it really is just based off this one act, then maybe I can just keep doing it. Then I'm empowered to continue doing it. Like, why not? Yeah. Why not? And this is what Paul is dealing with here. What shall we say then? Are we to continue in sin that the $100 cop might continue to pop up mm-hmm. that grace may abound and mm-hmm. what he said by no means yeah and i love that that uh, other translations say god forbid yeah. uh in the greek that's the strongest denunciation strong, that you could have yeah if i could if you don't mind if it's all right it's hell no yeah yeah no no Mm-mm. right please don't take that as a cuss i literally mean like hell no <laughs> you say no to hell right <laughs> there you go so that He's emphasizing, and this is the next line I think that we often miss, is how can we who died to sin? Because what happens? I recognize. Here, real quick, before you go there. Because your translation, what are you reading from right now? I'm reading from the ESV, the English Standard. I think in my notes, I was looking through the King James Version. Yours says again, what's the phrase? Uh, How can we who died to sin? Who died? Yeah. I like the King James better in this Mm -hmm. one. I actually usually like the English Standard. Yeah. But the King says that are dead mm, to sin. It's a present, present reality, yeah, present not reality. just something that happened back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. That we are we currently are dead, dead right. to sin. And this language gets even better yeah. later in this chunk where he talks about that he that is dead yeah. is also free, free from, from sin. sin. So why do I jaywalk? Because I've prioritized my needs above traffic. Yeah. Why do I speed? Same reason. I prioritize. Because you're running late. My need. Or <laughs> I just like to go fast. I just want to go fast. Right? I like to Ricky go fast. Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> so that I prioritize my needs above the safety of the people that I'm traveling with. Mm-hmm. I prioritize my needs above the concern of the traffic that's flowing. Right? And when I come to an awareness that the prioritization of my need comes at the expense of others, when I come to the recognition that me wanting to do that which I want to do contrary to what law says I should do is actually introducing death. And when I extrapolate my jaywalking to me jaywalking in my relationships, you know what I mean? You're married. Mm -hmm. When you press on what you want to do at the expense of your wife, Mm -hmm. right? That's the sort of thing that actually leads to arguments, resentment. Ultimately, it could, if not, if it goes unchecked, is what leads to the death of a marriage. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So God is highlighting. Paul's highlighting. How is it that if you're freed from the thing that introduces death, you want to return to it? Yeah. Paul is saying, like, listen, if you're truly have accepted this thing, then living in this way, just like it don't make sense. It doesn't like Paul is responding to the question that many of us viscerally feel like, then can I just get away with it? He's saying like, no, because here's the deal. If you truly received the spirit and we'll get to this, if you truly received that repentance, 
That's just the dumbest question you could ask. Because you don't want to return to that which introduces death. No, I mean, you've been delivered from that thing. You've yeah. entered a new reality. Why would you even consider Why that? would you even consider it? Why would you get shot in the thigh, have the bullet removed, then like, wake up I've and ask delivered. the doctor, <laughs> hey, can you shoot me again? Just, it seems it's dumb. Right there in the yeah. same hole. Like, no. 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 So then he continues. He says, Verse three, do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Tell me a little bit about baptism. What? what? So there's this idea that's very popular. And we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. In Depending on where you live in the country, what yeah. church, whatever, repentance is oftentimes um, summarized as this experience, which isn't false. It's just incomplete. Mm, I like that. Repentance. What does repentance mean? Repentance, you've heard the pastor say, I'm walking down the road. And then when I repent and I found out I'm going down the wrong direction, uh-huh. what do I do? I turn uh-huh. and I walk down a different path. That's uh-huh. what the word means. Uh-huh. Right? Shoo, yeah. yeah. Turn. And so when you say, oh, I'm living this lifestyle, I'm, I'm getting drunk, I'm promiscuous, uh-huh. I'm prideful, I'm arrogant, I'm all these things that, that when I finally come to know the Lord and uh-huh. his goodness, I repent and uh-huh. I turn away from these evil ways of living and I no longer do them. Yeah. So after my baptism, I am now consciously trying to walk away from a former way of living. Yes. And True or false? True. However. Incomplete. Incomplete. How is it incomplete? It's incomplete because it seems as though repentance is not simply the turning away from my former life into a new life, Mm -hmm. right? But repentance is also, and maybe I shouldn't say the word also just because the way I think about it. Repentance is truly truly and primarily the gift that comes from God. Right. We, we've heard this phrase before, right? Repentance comes from God. Repentance yeah. is a gift from God. It's a gift. How is it a gift if all I'm doing is turning away and I'm working really hard to not visit that website? Because the turning away is not something that you yourself can do. It's something that's initiated and accomplished by God as he draws you in through the revelation of Jesus Christ. I like to think about it this way in a continuum or in a straight line, if I'm walking, right, and in and towards death, right, and if I were to turn around, this is life Mm -hmm. this way, right, where is the cross? If I'm walking in and towards death, where's the cross? The cross is not behind me. Mm -mm. The cross is actually ahead of me as I walk in death, right in front of me. You see what I'm saying? Okay. And as I walk and I finally see the revelation of the cross as the goodness of God towards me i then see him lifted up and i see that god is testifying through his son that he so loved me that he was willing to give his son that awakens within me not only conviction Mm -hmm. of how atrocious sin is that it would cost god his life but also but it also awakens for me a love to God that he would love me in such a way. And as his spirit draws me, I say, I don't want to live in this realm if it causes God that. And also it would cause me that, mm-hmm. right? There's this duality of like, it would cost me my life, but whoa, it has cost him his life. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of God tells me, walk unto me, child. You can turn, you can live in my presence. And as I turn, this is repentance, right? Mm -hmm. But then the other aspect is that now as I'm walking 
in newness of life in and with God, because now the cross and as I turn and walk, there's one that walks beside me. Mm. Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. He's the paraclete. Paraclete literally means para alongside cleat for foot. Yeah. Walking alongside a feet alongside. So he's walking with me. And as I'm walking with the Lord, all of a sudden my burdens fall off. My sin is forgiven. Iniquity is not counted against me. I have peace with God. And as I have peace with God, that means I have agreement with the maker of my soul. That means that creation and creator are now in intimate relationship. And the only response that I now have as I'm walking through that is gratitude, (sighs) overwhelming. Right? Absolutely. So it's this sigh. This is what one of the ideas of repentance in the Old Testament. It's a sigh. Is that 10 minutes? <laughs> That's 10 minutes. What'd I tell you? <laughs> we ain't going to do it. I told you, man. So Audible, do we keep going or do we do a part two? Oh, man. Because you're in the middle of this thing. Oh, man. Well, let's keep going a little bit and then we got to go part two. All right. It's a sigh. It's a, so, so here, you're not just de- describing an experience. Just for clarity, the, the word repentance, yes, does mean a turning away mm-hmm. from, but what you're, if I understand it, mm-hmm. you're also saying that there's a second definition mm-hmm. to that word. Yeah. There is. There is and it's quite literally yeah. this experience yeah. of <sighs> the feeling that you have when you come home from work and you kick your shoes off and you're just able to relax for the first time. Yeah. This experience of when a burden is taken uh-huh. off of your shoulders. Uh-huh. There's this levity uh-huh. to life now. Uh-huh. There's this newness it's to life. It's a rest. Life. It's a rest. Yeah. Right. And it's a good rest. It's almost as though you could say it where like if somebody were to invite you into that rest, they would say something like, come unto me. All ye who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart, and you will find rest unto unto your soul. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. This thing that I carried for all of my life that was weighing down on me, my, that was beating me up. And it's not like, obviously, it's not a physical thing. It's that thing in your mind, that conscience that's just berating you because you've fallen short. That's actually lifted now. You're no longer living in that path of death. You're freed. You're liberated. You get this sighing experience. Paul uses the language, you're dead to sin. And once you've experienced that goodness, once you've had that levity, that sighing experience... Why would you ever then voluntarily place the burden on your shoulders again? Because you are now dead to Dude. sin. You're free from that burden. Yeah. Why would I jaywalk knowing that I'm breaking the law? Mm. Woo! If so in, good. If in breaking the law, it's more conscious condemnation, guilt. I either have one of two options. I stop jaywalking or I jaywalk so much that I sear my conscience. Yes. So this is beautiful. This is challenging to understand how it applies to our life because once we've received the Spirit, once we've had that baptism, once we've even repented, there comes in inevitably some time where we repeat the what's the what's the phrase the uh, the ignorance the of patterns our, of our patterns former of ignorance. our former ignorance, aka we kick the cat again, yeah. we visit the website again, we, we get jaywalk angry, again, we jaywalk, we speed again. again. So how does that interact with what the text says about being free? from sin that's 
what we're going to talk about in the next 10. In the next 10. Thanks for, uh, by the way, helping us out and giving us a few extra minutes. We're going to try our best to stick within 10 as we go forward. But every once in a while, there's some extra goodness in there that we got to get to. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see you in the next one, guys. All right now.